Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. Hello, America, and happy. Thursday, a big news day Thursday. Tonight, we're going to break some new news from our lawsuit alongside of Southeastern Legal Foundation seeking to compel the release of Joe Biden's pseudonym emails. Be sure to check that out. But right now, we are in the middle of a very important breaking news. It just happened a few minutes ago. I worked on this with my good colleague, Ben Whedon. Just a few moments ago, Special Counsel Robert Hur's report on Joe Biden was released to the American public and to Congress Special Counsel Herr concluded that Joe Biden willfully kept classified information, and he willfully shared that information with the author of his 2017 book, but they've decided not to charge him. I want to read some things. I literally, this is hot off the press in my hands right now. First, how bad was President Biden's conduct in withholding these or keeping these documents? Quote, our investigation uncovered evidence that President Biden willfully retained and disclosed classified materials, plural, after his vice presidency when he was a private citizen. All right. And what was the nature of the information that they found in his possession? Well, they found that there were documents that taken from the White House that were marked classified documents about military and foreign policy in Afghanistan and notebooks containing Mr. Biden's handwritten entries about issues of national security and foreign policy implicating sensitive intelligence source and methods. Now, that's how bad it is. Now, why didn't they charge him? This is probably not a line that President Joe Biden's campaign in 2024 is going to be happy about. They basically said Joe Biden's an old doddering man, and that would create reasonable doubt for jurors. Let me read it. Quote, it would be difficult to convince a jury that they should convict him by then a former president well into his 80s of a serious felony that requires a mental state of willfulness. Mr. Biden would likely present himself to a jury as he did during our interview as a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. Ouch! Here's a campaign ad that Joe Biden doesn't want, and it was from his own Justice Department. Uh, There's extraordinary details throughout this report. Almost all of them are jaw-dropping. Don't miss any of it. The story continues to unfold on Just the News right at the top of this podcast. We have it And I want to break in with that. We've done some interviews. Most of them were recorded just before we got on air. So we're not going to be able to ask any of our guests today about this. But I wanted you to have the benefit of this breaking news. It is really extraordinary. And I think now you're going to have this extraordinary moment of deciding, is this another example of a two-tier justice system? President Trump is 
charged with 40 plus charges for holding classified information. He's not even accused of sharing the actual classified information with anyone. Joe Biden is accused of willfully keeping classified information and sharing it with someone that wasn't entitled to have it. And he doesn't get charged. Just think about that. Now, her expected that criticism. He said that he saw a difference in what Trump did and why Jack Smith prosecuted Trump and why he didn't prosecute Biden. He said that Trump was given multiple chances to return classified documents, avoid prosecution. He didn't, at least allegedly he didn't. And he apparently tried to enlist others to destroy evidence. That's the difference here. Biden eventually turned in the classified documents, the archives, consented to a search of multiple locations in his home and sat for a voluntary interview in other ways, cooperated with the investigation, though he couldn't remember much. That is the late breaking news. It just happened a few minutes ago. It is really, really quite important. And we're going to have news throughout the day. Also, we will be breaking that story in the morning. You want to come back? We'll make it a focal point of tomorrow's podcast. But we have obtained the first, it's about 60 emails from the National Archives that were Joe Biden's pseudonym emails. We'll let you know about that in the morning, what's in them, what we learned from them, what they say about President Joe Biden. We're going to have that as well. All right. Today's show is a good one. Let me get you up to speed on our guest list because it's a good one. First up is going to be Senator Tommy Tuberville. Yep, we call him Coach. A lot of people, he likes to be called Coach. He insists to be called Coach, in fact. He's the great U.S. Senator from Alabama and former, of course, great football coach at Auburn University. We interviewed Senator Tuberville as soon as he came out of a meeting this morning with Senate Republicans where they relented on their effort to try to get a border deal and allowed Ukraine funding to get passed by the Senate. Senator Tuberville has a lot of strong comments about the Mitch McConnell leadership of the Senate Republicans right now. You're going to get that at the top of the show. And then we're going to be very lucky. We're very excited. Uh, we're going to have Ken Paxton, the Attorney General for Texas, on the front lines of the border litigation against the Biden administration, everything from cutting down the concertina wire fences to seeking permission for state law to enforce an immigration status against an illegal alien in the country. Ken Paxton is going to bring us up to speed on all that. Plus, he's got a very important lawsuit, very important lawsuit regarding the COVID-19 mRNA vaccines. He has found some pretty strong evidence that the Drug makers knew that their vaccines were less than 10% efficacious or effective and that they tried to suppress any dissent about that, he says, to preserve their multi-billion dollar businesses in selling these vaccines that were both problematic from a safety perspective, we now know that, and also ineffective. They didn't protect people like we were told to be. Let's take a look quickly at some other stuff here. I want to mention one other story because I think it goes hand in hand with what you're going to hear from Ken Paxton. We talked to Ken Paxton last night, Amanda and I, and we adapted it for the podcast today. But there's a really important story on Just the News that's been trending for the last couple of days. I hinted at it, and I just want to call it to your attention before we get back to the report on uh, Joe Biden, which I'm still getting information on as we're sitting here live. I think it's really important to note that there is a growing number of scientific journals that are beginning to publish peer-reviewed studies saying it's time for a moratorium on the COVID-19 vaccines, that there's enough safety concerns being raised. I think Ron Johnson uses a figure of like 37,000 deaths worldwide that are attributed or occurred in a time around when people got the vaccines and other issues with it, cardiomyitis and other things. But the fact that science is beginning to catch up is going to be a really important 
part of this process. I just want to call attention to that story because I think when you hear Ken Paxton talking about what he's referring to matches what Senator Ron Johnson's been talking to and also what we all are learning from the scientific journals now. People are beginning to say, hey, this doesn't feel right. Let's take a pause. Let's think this through. Let's learn a little bit more. All of that is becoming a big part of the information that we're all surrounded by today. So, all right, we're going to go take a quick commercial break. When we come back, Senator Tommy Tuberville up next right after these messages. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. Folks, Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day and I want you on this journey with me. Why? It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. I love the fruit flavors particularly and it's completely improved my life and my health. This is nutrition the way nature intended. When I began taking a hard look at why I wasn't feeling good and why I felt unhealthy, why I was gaining weight, why I was losing energy, it wasn't just because I had hit my 50s. No, it was because I wasn't getting the right amount of fruit and vegetables in my diet. And listen, it's, I'm just too busy to go to the store, clean up the vegetables, cook a, a vegetable dinners and make sure I hit the fruit. A field of greens stepped in. One scoop of powder in my drink or on my eggs in the morning and boom, I was off and feeling better. And suddenly I was losing weight. I was sleeping better. My metabolism went up. My blood sugar went down. My cholesterol went down and my weight went down. And my doctor said, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it doing. You know what that is? It's Field of Greens. That's what I've been doing. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But if for any reason you don't, they'll give you 100% money back guarantee. Now, you're going to get 15% off your first order plus free rush shipping because of the incredible partnership we have here at Just the News with Brick House Nutrition and, of course, Field of Greens. All you got to do to take advantage of this offer, visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Don't wait. Go to fieldofgreens.com today. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS for 15% off. All right, folks, welcome back for the commercial break. As I told you, very consequential day on Capitol Hill today. The Senate now moving to phase two of Chuck Schumer's plan to get Ukraine its money. Joining us right now, one of the Republican senators who was meeting with Mitch McConnell this morning, one of the most cogent voices in the Senate, Senator Tommy Tuberville from the great state of Alabama. Coach, Senator, good to have you on, sir. Good afternoon, uh, John. Glad to be with you again. So I know you weren't happy with the way that Mitch McConnell went about this bill with Senator Lankford. What was the sense in the caucus meeting this morning? 
Well, we're, we're all disappointed that we're giving up. It seems like we're we're kind of giving up as a caucus on our border. And the very quick shift yesterday with the vote voting down this non-essential border bill that would not do anything to protect our American citizens to border, and then very quickly turn around and vote on a supplement uh, to give $100 billion basically overseas to other people's borders before we secure ours. It doesn't make any sense to me, John. American people should hold all of us accountable for this because we're getting overrun at the borders, costing us billions of dollars, crime everywhere, and it's getting worse. And uh, the Democrats don't care. Now, they're they're globalists. They they want the borders open. I'm disappointed we don't have enough in the Republican Party to keep anything from passing until we get something done on our border. We've kind of shifted to the fact that we've got to send money to Ukraine, which I haven't voted for any money to go to Ukraine, because I don't think they could win if we gave them money. A lot of people concerned about that, no doubt about it. The, The record is not very strong right now. There seems to be a growing number of senators willing to publicly say it's time for Mitch McConnell to go. The sentiments between the caucus members and the leadership in the meeting this morning, can you give us a sense of how many senators may be unhappy with McConnell and his team? Well, it's a growing number. Uh, I'm one that uh, I wish he would be more forceful, be more of a leader uh, since his uh, fall last year, about a year ago, where he he was having problems, uh, you know, just being able to get through a day. Uh, I think he's gotten better. But in this situation, this day and time, John, when our country's on fire and every country across the world looks like it's kicking up uh, dust and trying to make war, uh, we need strong leadership. Uh, and he's got a team around him that uh, some like and some don't. But that being said, I think that's going to have to be addressed in the near future. Uh, I'm one that's going to follow the leader until it's changed. But we do have some very vocal people in our conference saying enough's enough. Let's let's get a a new leadership team and let's make some progress. We haven't done anything since I've been here. Uh, We've had leadership team that have voted to give things away, such as infrastructure bill, the CHIPS Act, uh, a lot of things that have passed and been giveaways that I don't think really helped the American people. It's helped the Democrats. And uh, uh, the last time I looked, we're conservative Republicans and should be helping the American people. There's a real danger here, right, that Republicans don't, or that voters don't see any difference between Republicans and Democrats. So why put Republicans in charge going into that 2024 election? How do folks like you who have such extraordinary influence in the public, how can you push Republicans to stand for principles and to score some wins? Because there hasn't really been many wins in the House or the Senate right now. No, thank goodness the House is at least trying to block things. Uh, they're not getting a lot done. Uh, but when you have a divided house, and of course we don't have the White House, there's, uh, we're, we're, we play should be playing more defense. Uh, but again, we've given up some things. We've given up what the one and a half trillion dollars for infrastructure, which basically most of that went to climate change, uh, and then of course the Chips Act, where we all want to help our uh, uh, intellectual side in terms of technology. But is it being used the right way? We we tend to just vote for money up here and throw it out the door and see if things work. You never hear any follow-up. But again, we're in a tough situation, John, in this country, because we don't know who's coming into our borders. We are going to have problems. As of the comments of Chris Ray, our FBI director, said this is going to cause many, many problems within our 
borders. But when you don't, when you have globalists running the country uh, like we have now with Chuck Schumer and all the Democrats just saying, hey, we worry more about other people than we do about the American citizen, and they got the votes, it's just hard to get anything done. But I think this border bill and the Ukraine funding, people are going to see the difference. Uh, what concerns me is you've got McConnell and Schumer going on a Ukraine Codell here in a week or so, and it looks like they want to take a check with them for $60 billion. And let me tell you something. If they don't go to the border first, if Mitch McConnell and Schumer don't go to our border first and look and see what the problems is, talk to people down there, and then go to Ukraine, we're going to have huge problems. And that's when I'm going to really stand up and say, hey, listen, enough, enough. Help our people first, because if we're not a strong country, we will not make it, John. Yeah, these are really as existential time. I know everybody says the time to living is important, and it is, but these are really uh, nation-defining moments, what sort of nation we're going to be going forward. And you always have a clarity that is easy for your colleagues, whether they oppose you or support you, to understand where you stand. You, you say what you mean, you mean what you say. There's a moment today where you go up to the Supreme Court, I think you're joined by Senators Blackburn and Doc Marshall, just before the Supreme Court heard these arguments, I think you made a very compelling speech about what was at stake in this decision in the Supreme Court to let Donald Trump on the ballot or keep him off it like Democrats do. What is the big issue here that every American, regardless of your political stripe, should take from this case that's before the Supreme Court now? Well, we don't need to go down this road where either party can say we need to take this uh, person off the ballot in our state. Uh, you do it with the Republicans. Don't think that... Uh, uh, the Republicans won't look at this and, OK, uh, you know, we'll look for some states to take uh, their candidate off the battle, ba ballot. First of all, they're saying that President Trump should be taken off because of the so-called insurrection back in January 6th. By the way, folks, he's never been convicted of anything. They had a committee in the House that was very partisan. I mean, they it's going to be proven in the long run. They didn't do anything other than create problems for everybody, all American citizens. And so, uh, you know, the Supreme Court, I, I'm thinking, I'm hoping and praying, they will step up and knock politics out of this and say, listen, you cannot keep somebody off the ballot just because you don't like him. They cannot stand Donald Trump because he stands up for the American people. And, uh, you know, we have to hold up for our Constitution and the way of life in this country. And if the Supreme Court were to come for some reason and stand behind the Democrats on this, uh, heaven help us. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Last week, we had an important story, actually, about two weeks ago now, important story, uh, 10 former senior executives of the FBI, people who ran the intelligence division, the counterintelligence division, the criminal division, all saying that the scenario that Joe Biden has created at the southern border was the most grievous uh, security threat that they had ever seen. They sent this to the House Speaker, to the Senate Leader, to the Homeland and uh, Intelligence Committees in both chambers. A really extraordinary nonpartisan act by career law enforcement and intelligence experts. Um, the, the red lights are blinking, according to Chris Ray. Is there any sense among your colleagues of urgency uh, to get something done? It seems like today, by abandoning the border as part of the negotiations over Ukraine and Israel, as you said, they may have surrendered the, the, the uh, raised the surrender flag. Uh, what, where is that urgency, and how can that urgency perhaps create a counter offensive in Congress? Well, let's talk about what happened with this, and this goes back to leadership. We instructed leadership. Listen, you know, we don't need to do anything for any any country, whether it's Israel, whether whether it's 
uh, Ukraine, anybody, until we protect ourselves and protect the American citizens. That is our number one obligation. And so we had a pretty good idea. Hey, let's close the border. Let's come up with uh, some facts and some opportunities and ways to show the Democrats, hey, you have to stop the border. You have to close it. You have to help the American people. And then we will put up something for for Ukraine and Israel and those people. Well, uh, we did negotiations, but we knew better because Democrats aren't going to change anything. What they did is they kind of codified what Joe Biden's doing right now. They want 5,000 people pretty much a day to come across the border. Are we nuts? Uh, and, and actually handcuff the new president coming in next year, hopefully Donald Trump, to what he can do. Uh, to me, border policy is going by the policies we have now. We already have laws on the books where Joe Biden could today say, stop everybody coming across the board. He could do that, but they don't want to do it. They want, they want a bill that says, hey, they're doing the right thing, and we can kind of let them trickle in at 5000 a day. That is not a border policy. That's a give-up policy. So uh, they have everything at their disposal, John, that they, they can use that's already in the law. They don't want to do it. They break the law every day. Uh, nobody's going to put them in jail for it. Mayorkas should be gone. Joe Biden should be gone. Kamala Harris should be gone. And hopefully, by God, next November they will be gone. Because if we don't, we cannot stand another four years of what's going on at the border. It's uh, it's outrageous. And another thing, John, in that bill, and I asked them, there's nothing in this bill that says, what are we going to do with the 12 million that's come in this country illegally in the last three years? Or do we not have a plan to put them on a plane and send them home? Uh, we can't continue to do this. There was zero. The Democrats don't want to talk about sending anybody home because what do they want? They want voters for next November because they're going to let them vote. Yeah, that's the key, right? It really is um, uh, the move. And we see it in places in California, New York, uh, the effort to get illegal aliens or, or uh, non-citizens to vote. So they've already made clear what their intention is. What are the key things to happen over the next uh, two weeks? What, what, where, how do Republicans retrench? Do you see any strategy for getting Republicans on message and get, getting some wins? Well, we got if we're going to stay on this bill, this this uh, uh, Ukraine supplement bill, and there's got to be some amendments to it, and we got to go back amendments to what we can do at the border. We, you know, the, even the border patrol come out and said. Hey, there's a few good things in there in this bill, but they also come to us said, "Hey, I, let us help y'all make a better bill." I mean, what what an idea, right? We should have sent the people doing this bill down to the border, and say, "What? How can we help y'all make this better?" You know, we're up here in D.C. twiddling our thumbs, and you're down there in the fight. How can we help you? And uh, but we didn't do that. But now today, we brought Brandon Judd up from the Border Patrol. He sat down with 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 a lot of people and said, "Hey." You can do this, you can do this, you can do this. Oh, what an idea. Uh, that is really what it takes to to slow this uh, uh, madness down at the border. Uh, so looks like we're going to have some amendments, John, probably in the next few days. We might be here uh, for three or four days putting this all together. Uh, at the end of the day, I hope we get something done for the American people. Uh, I hope and pray that McConnell and Schumer, don't get on an airplane with a check for $60 billion, fly over that border to somebody else's border and give it to them on television. <clears throat> the American people then should stand up, say enough's enough. Why should I pay taxes? Why should I pay 
money if you're not going to protect me and my family. And that's what it comes down to. So hopefully they got more sense than that, but I just, I'm afraid I I'm afraid they don't. Yes, I think a lot of Americans share your fear. They know one thing though, you have common sense and you can communicate it clearly and I think most Americans are where you're at sir. Unfortunately, some of the leadership is a little disconnected from the 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 country's needs and its wants, but um a great honor to have you on. I want to thank you so much for joining us today and we'll keep a close eye on this. It's going to be an interesting few days. All right, John, thank you. God bless everybody. You as well, sir. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. When we get back from the commercial break, we got a good one. Ken Paxton, the Attorney General of Texas, the guy always fighting the Biden administration over the border. He's going to give us an update on those lawsuits, plus his efforts to learn why there are so many safety concerns about the COVID-19 mRNA vaccines. We'll have that right after these messages. Hey folks, it's John Solomon here. Today, I want to shine a light on AMAC, an organization who's dedicated to America's seniors, but is vital for conservatives of all ages. AMAC stands out by not only advocating for senior issues, but also by pushing for conservative values that affect us all. By joining, you're not just supporting our senior citizens, you're part of a movement defending the freedoms that made this country great and to ensure that we secure our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, and entertainment, and of course, special insurance rates, one of the things I like. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience and our quest to keep this country great. Sign up now for amac.us slash justnews. And for a limited time, you get a free gift membership for someone else who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews and extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS. They know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Welcome back, everybody. Let's stay on that same topic, shall we? The true state of our southern border and the ongoing illegal immigration crisis, because heading into this November's general election, it's the number one issue that is consistently polling ever since Iowa and even a few weeks before that. So tonight we have Texas State Attorney General Ken Paxton. He's been building a coalition of other attorneys general and filing nationwide lawsuits, which only helps to shape real solid policy and hold the Biden administration accountable. And lucky for us, the attorney general has made time to join us to get the latest policy fights and southern border crisis information to all of you. So General Paxton joins us right now. Welcome back, sir. Thank you for being here. Hey, thanks for having me back. 
officer, if I could just get the latest update on the southern border with respect to Joe Biden's federal agents and then, of course, Texas folks who are trying to actually protect the border, National Guard, and then the trucker convoy. There was a trucker convoy that showed up this weekend. Can you just kind of give us uh, an update on that? So I can tell you this. We're continuing to do what we do, which is we're going to protect our border. We are still putting up fence uh, wire. Uh, the Supreme Court ruling that took down the injunction did not stop us from continuing to do that. And if the, the Border Patrol decides they're going to they're cut it down and let the cartels deliver people, we'll just put it right back up because it's our obligation and our desire to protect the people of Texas, and that ends up protecting the entire country. Yeah, that is true. This is more than just protecting Texas. This is about the whole country now, sir. Uh, on that measure, uh, there was a lot of effort on Saturday and Sunday and Monday to convince us all that the Senate bipartisan uh, border bill uh, was going to protect the country. But after people read it, it seemed like it got a resounding uh, thumbs down. I want to get your reaction, what the people of Texas thought about what Mitch McConnell, James Langford, and others tried to impose on the country. Well, we thought it was horrible. We put together a letter that 16 other Republican AGs signed saying, don't, yeah. don't sign, don't vote for this bill. Uh, there was nothing good in it. I, all it did was rubber stamp what Joe Biden's been doing for the last three and a half years, all the bad stuff and none of the good stuff. And so the Republicans would have been basically signing on to his failed policies of letting the border be overrun. And then it would have put uh, Texas in a really horrible position because instead of suing in Texas courts, uh, in the Fifth Circuit, they would have forced us to go to D.C. for all yeah. of our lawsuits, which are, it's a much more liberal court. So I don't know why the Republicans would ever promote uh, this border insecurity and this, uh, the, the policies of Joe Biden. All they were really doing was bailing him out. Yeah. Mm. Well, and sir, I think something that that is that seems incredulous to a lot of Americans is the fact that the Border Patrol Council actually backed this bill. I know that it provides additional agents for them. But honestly, the situation we're dealing with across America with law enforcement, whether it's the border or police departments, people don't want those jobs anyway. So why do you think they really supported it? You know, I don't get it. Brandon Jones is usually pretty solid and has been uh, pretty much been in agreement with on, on border issues. It doesn't make any sense to me because it certainly doesn't make the border better. I know that some Republican senators were saying, well, this, you know, makes it better. And I've heard even some congressmen, Republican Congress say it makes it better. But it was going to give me Orcas the ability to do uh, asylum without going through a court system. It was going to basically uh, put in statute, codify uh, this 5,000 a day and give flexibility to do more if they needed to. I, I don't I don't see any upside. It's all bad, all really bad, not just a little bad, really bad. Yeah, uh, I think that American people figured it out quicker than maybe the Senate Republicans did. So I want to ask a little bit about the impact of yesterday. So the Mayorkas impeachment articles fail, maybe because there just wasn't a proper headcount. Uh, then there is the failure of the Senate bill imploding 20, 48 hours after they do it. You're on the front lines. What do you want to tell Congress that your state, your people, your constituents need right now? What can Congress do tomorrow to pick up the scraps of yesterday's disaster and do something to help your constituents? Maybe just count votes on Mayorkas. I think we need to send a message. This guy has done everything he could to help the cartels transport people into our country and open the borders for, you know, importation of drugs, potentially terrorists. And so if anybody ever deserved to be impeached, it's Mayorkas. Hopefully the speaker can go back and, and work out the, the vote count and make sure that the message is sent. I know in the end, Joe Biden has these same policies, but at the very least, 
Congress needs, needs to send the message, hey, what you're doing to this country is horrifically bad, and we're going to make Mayorkas go away, and you're going to have to do better. Yeah. Sir, I wanted to ask you about a couple instances recently that I think I think are really scaring a lot of Americans, if I can put it bluntly. Um, you had the situation in New York City where the New York City police officers were beat by a number of illegal immigrants. You had the man on Long Island whose Israeli flag was torn down. And the same situation with the illegal immigrants who perpetrated those crimes. They flipped the bird to cameras. On the case on Long Island, he was flipping the bird to the man's security camera. These are instances, I think, that scare the American people. What does it take for Democrats, especially Joe Biden, being on the possible chopping block in November? What does it take for them to realize that this is not a winning issue for people who used to be their voters? Well, look, I think that's part of the reason they want to pass this bill. They want to put it on the Republicans and say, look, this was not just me doing this for three and a half years. The Republicans signed on to all this stuff. So it must be that it's they're, 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 they're in agreement with what we're doing. That's why I think this is such a stupid bill because it hurts Republicans. It makes them sign on for the failed immigration policies that the Biden administration has pushed. All I really want them to do is go back to what Trump would do, enforce the law. If Congress would just find a way to fund the enforcement of federal law just the way Trump did, we know that works. Why not go back and do what works? But the reality is Joe Biden wants what he's getting. He wants people coming to this country because he's looking at votes down the road, he's looking at uh, census numbers, and he's trying to create a one-party system in this country. So I want to talk about uh, the support that other states have rallied around Texas. You mentioned the 16 attorney generals in the letter yesterday, 13 governors with Governor Abbott on Sunday at Eagle Pass. It's an extraordinary alliance that so many governors and attorney generals who have their own issues in their own states are right alongside of Texas. How important is that and how can that be used to mobilize, maybe to put pressure on Congress? Look, I think that's extremely important because if it's just Texas or just Arizona, just border states, you know, that's, that's not enough. But now with immigration, illegal immigration, drugs, crime, terror, potential terrorism, all affecting states across the country, it, I think it, it helps send a message to Congress and to other leaders that, hey, we're not putting up with this anymore. This is, this is negatively affecting our families. It's negatively affecting the people of this country. And it's not just border states. I think that's really helpful in, in moving this in another direction towards protecting our border instead of allowing massive illegal immigration. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and sir, I just want to reiterate what John said, because you, you really have led the charge on a number of these multi-state efforts with attorneys general in holding the Biden administration accountable. And I wanted to ask you about that with respect to the D.C. appeals court ruling that President Trump, in fact, does not enjoy presidential immunity. Now, if that goes to the Supreme Court and they decide on it, I think that that will be reversed. But doesn't that open up Joe Biden to future legal issues? you got 13 dead in Afghanistan, three dead in Jordan, countless Border Patrol agents and private citizens in the United States killed because of the open border. Isn't that a little bit tricky for Biden? It sure is, but here's the deal. The courts have become so political, they're not about rule of law, and I'm being very, I mean, I'm dealing with this in my own state. If you go into certain courts, liberal courts, they don't follow the law anymore, so they look at the result they, they want. If it's, if it's Joe Biden, like, you know, he had documents in his, his, his garage that no one went after him. The FBI didn't bother to touch that. They didn't bother to indict him. What did they do? They, invite, they indicted uh, the President Trump. So, 
when the same exact behavior occurs, they treat different people different, which is a real problem. If the rule of law goes away, which it is going away in this country, then there's no respect to the courts. There's no credibility with the courts. That is a different country than the founders set up, and we've got real problems. Yeah, and we are at an existential moment. Sir, I want to turn to one other thing. We had a story on our site the other day saying that uh, there's a rash of new studies calling for, these are scientists, peer-reviewed, calling for a pause in the mRNA vaccines. You have, I think, one of the landmark lawsuits against the drug makers and the COVID vaccine. Can you bring us up to speed on what you're learning from that litigation? Yeah, so what we're learning is that the, the pharmaceutical companies, including Pfizer, lied about the effectiveness and the the, the ability to stop transmission of COVID, they claimed that it was 95% effective. They never tested it because Congress gave them immunity from liability, so they have no incentive to test it. So they tested it for a couple of days, but they didn't really know, and they went and tested it live with us. And then when they started realizing that the results were not 95%, they were less than 10%, maybe as low as 1%, they started censoring people and started punishing people for speaking out. Of course, we know the federal government punished people. And so it became just sort of a, a media effort, a government effort, despite the fact, to force people to take this vaccine that in the end had side effects and didn't stop the transmission of COVID. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to wrap things up for the day. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. All right, folks, before we wrap it up for the day, be sure to stay in touch with justthenews.com all throughout the night. We'll have more and more on the her release of the report. There's some really damning information in there about our president and what we knew about him. And then I think also at the same time, we're going to break that story overnight into the morning of the new documents. The first pseudonym emails we've been able to get from the National Archives in partnership with the great public interest law firm, the Southeastern Legal Foundation. we got some good ones. You're going to want to see what we've got, and uh, we'll break that in the morning. So justthenews.com, I'll be covered. Now, you guys know I've been focused on my health all year long, really since the beginning of last year. I've lost a lot of weight. I'm taking care of a lot of the issues that I had neglected in my health. And I want to share one of the things that have worked with me. It's You're going to make your own smart decisions about your health. But I have been using Field of Greens as a supplement to get the required five vegetable and fruit servings a day that we're supposed to have that none of us ever get, right? We're too busy for that. We don't have time to cut and wash and go to the store. But I get the equivalent of five full doses of vegetables and fruits every day by taking one scoop of the Field of Greens powder. It's a supplement. It's doctor-selected. All of the superfruits and vegetables in there have a specific health benefit. Some support your heart, lungs, and kidneys. Others support your metabolism. They help you with better healthy energy. 
They help you with weight loss, help you sleep better. Uh, that's one of the things I've noticed. Well, I want you to be able to experience this benefit if you want it by going to fieldofgreens.com and using the promo code JUSTNEWS. If you want to lose weight, if you want to feel better, if you want to have better metabolism and better energy and your function of your heart, your lungs, your kidneys, your blood sugars, they all improve when I did this. Go to fieldofgreens.com, use the promo code JUSTNEWS. You're going to get 15% off your first order plus free rush shipping. It's a really great deal. This is the easiest way to get that healthy dose of vegetables and fruit every day without slaving over the fruit bin and the cutting up the vegetables and washing them off and cooking them. Real simple, quick way to get what you need. I'm so grateful to my friends at Brickhouse Nutrition. If you want to get that health benefit, that health bump like I've gotten, just go to fieldofgreens.com right now. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS, 15% off plus free shipping. That's a heck of a deal. And I want to thank all of our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, the maker of Field of Greens, for supporting Just the News. John Solomon reports in Just the News, No Noise, the television show. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports. Stay tuned. Tomorrow, Ron Johnson will be on the show. We'll be talking about those new emails. The pseudonym emails from Joe Biden's vice presidency. We'll talk about the vaccine issues and so much more. We've got a great show all the way through the weekend. Some really big name guests from now through Sunday. So be sure to tune in Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We'll give you a lot more food for thought. All right. That wraps up today's edition. I'm going to get back to going through this Robert Hur report, learning more from it, and getting you as much information as we can on justinnews.com. And of course, we'll break the pseudonym email story overnight. Be sure to check that out. Until then, God bless you. Have a great night. We'll be with you tomorrow. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now.